on this episode of the Star Wars Time Show. Matt and Nick have a few Disney Plus series updates for the Star Wars, which include a Kenobi post credit scene rumor, its delay, as well as some cryptic thoughts from Donald Glover on the Lando series. They also will discuss some quotes from Hayden Christensen on what it felt like to don the armor again, and where he thinks Vader is at in Kenobi. Of course, the show will end on this week's version of the fan segment, including the latest Question of the Week responses, and the next round of Top 5 Star Wars Artist Features. Punch it, Chewie! everybody it's the star wars time show and yes matt is coming to you from a submarine if you couldn't tell by the sound of his his voice here so uh i'm gonna try my friends you know i'm never gonna skip a star wars time show unless i'm half dead or in the hospital uh definitely not feeling uh my greatest right now so who knows I, i have a test planned for after the show and uh, we'll see what happens, but definitely, uh, I think the the Haywoods that left last week to go to Florida on that little trip, I think I talked about, I believe they brought some Florida home with them. And <laughs> now it's my turn to deal with it. Uh, so it, we also had my kid's first birthday party at six years old. This is her first ever birthday party with other little people. I, yeah. I don't want it to seem like we, we no, you can't have parties, it, you know, it's family parties. And then she had her fourth and fifth during the pandemic. So this is the one where like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll just go take you out. Went and did some rock wall climbing. Uh, so who knows where this came from, but Might I just I, have I do some think it's, kid funk. <laughs> yeah, but it, it sucks. I tell you what, man. And I, I think some of our older listeners will agree, but it, it just, everything in life, the older you get, the, the harder it is to deal with. I, I never, remember being congested and it kicking my ass as much as it has uh, in 2022 because i think this is my third bout of crud mm-hmm. since yeah. you know masks have kind of gone away and people are a little more out and about so it's like, eh. like yay yeah. yay for well i want my fucking mask back i want everyone else back in mass <laughs> that was a good two years of living and not feeling like this okay i'm i got lucky. i missed that i haven't gotten sick yet so <laughs> <laughs> How often do you associate with groups of humans? I mean, every weekend, I'm guessing, since it's just you and Taylor. I mean, we don't like, you know, gather with a bunch of friends or anything like that. But like we go out to like breweries, we go to the movies. Yeah. I mean, like we just do like I mean, but like also like we've been doing that since they allowed like, you know, you to sit outside and go to places in Austin, which has been right. like, you know, over a year at this point. So. I mean, we've been kind of. Yeah, I guess out and I'm, about. I'm 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 more like the indoor activities, unmasked with groups of people, and, and and tones is right in the chat. And by the way, if you want to join the live stream every Tuesday, two thirty p on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Star Wars Time Show. It is. I mean, having a kid and God knows what the fuck they're doing. I mean, I just watch her sometimes in the house, picking noses, eating boogers, <laughs> picking stuff off the floor, picking her ass, sticking her hand back in her mouth. I mean, that's just what they do. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, you know, I, at two years off, my immune system's like, oh, fuck, we, we forgot about all this shit. So any any little things getting through and, and kind of kicking my butt. But oh, well, 
still working this week, still working out. I don't know if that's a good idea. Still doing the show. Don't know if that's a good idea, but we'll see how I feel at the end of this. You know I'm fucked, Nick, when I'm sitting down here wearing a hoodie. Uh, I, I never wear a hoodie doing the podcast because I usually sweat like a motherfucker when I get all worked up and just <laughs> talking about Star Wars in general. I don't know. It gets my, my armpits juicy yeah, for some reason. All hot and bothered. <laughs> <laughs> but today I just, I, you know, I get like this, the, I, they're not like flu chills, but I'm, my body is colder than usual. So, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm trying to get a few more uses out of my Boba Fett hoodie there you go. before the weather completely turns up here in the, in the Midwest yeah. or the I North mean, Midwest. In fucking Texas, it's, it's April 5th. For those of you who are listening via podcast or maybe at a later date, April 5th in Texas, it's going to get to 98 degrees today. We, there is no spring in Texas, which sucks no, because that's I, my no, favorite I remember season. That. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it just goes from being sort of cold, like maybe 40s, 50s, maybe yeah. a couple days in the 30s, right back to the 80s, and then hundreds will start hitting. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I bet it gets even hotter down in Austin than DFW, where I was at for about a year and a half. But yeah, that, that dry heat comes in and whew, yeah, got to have the. Do you guys do the uh, like the old people sunscreen thing for your cars down in Texas, like everyone does? For the car? We kind of put it up in your. No, you put it up in your windshield when you get uh, out of your car so it, it doesn't turn it into an oven. No, no. I mean, we really should. <laughs> we really should. The good thing is, is like I well, like I keep my car parked in the garage and then Taylor will park her car in the garage occasionally. So we're lucky that we have that convenience. But like when we go out, we don't have one of the. the, yeah, the I just, uh, it was a weird thing being in Texas, you know, being a, a Yankee. The first thing I got when I went to work at an ice cream dairy plant in Fort Worth, Texas, as soon as I walked through the maintenance shop, you're a Yankee, aren't you? You know what we do to Yankees down here? We hang them by the flagpole. I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. Like, wow, Um, yeah, this sounds like great time. Luckily, they they, they adopted me. I mean, uh, I think those that have listened to the show for a certain number of years um, probably understand that I can handle myself in situations. And while I may be a Yankee... And one of these uh, academics, these smart people (laughs) telling us how to live our lives. We got a college Uh, boy here. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, He's a college educated northerner, them goddamn Yanks. (laughs) You know, we you know, in our state constitution, we can secede at any time. I'm like, go ahead. We've got the United States military if you want to do that, but have at it, Texas. Um, I, I, I still love it down there. I, I know the, the politics in Texas are fucking ridiculous, just like Ohio and Florida. But Texas was a it was one of my favorite places I, I've lived throughout the, the 50 states. I'm not going to lie. It, it, it was fun, man. Like it, it, it's fun living here, like coming from Louisiana, which is another like really fucking fun place to live. Like I think that Austin in particular is a really cool place. There's just so much to do. Yeah. It's like, you know, well, you that, that's out. probably that that's like the the one liberal bastion in all of Texas probably yeah. is, is, is Austin and maybe inner Houston. But but outside of that, man, that that state is as uh, I don't even want to say right far right as it gets like they, they don't even dance in the middle at all. It's it's way out there. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Well, hey, we do have some Star Wars to talk about today. I, I, I There was like a last minute save for making Star Wars that dropped this morning. So we threw that up there. Uh, we'll talk about that. It, it, it's a it, again, I, I would classify it as a leak, but it, it's nothing 
tragic. Um, yeah. I, I've been avoiding like the real big plot swipes at this point in time, but th- th- this is something I think we could dig into and it, it makes sense as a plot device for, for the story in Kenobi. Uh, we, we've got an update from Don Glover himself on the Lando series. And if that's even real, uh, if you're, if you're on the live stream, uh, you're looking at a graphic going, am, am I in the right place? Is this the fucking Sony Marvel time show? <laughs> no, I want to talk a little Morbius. We want to talk a little Moon Knight and, and uh, Nick may even dribble in some Uncharted movie. And then I have a, a warning slash homework assignment <laughs> for those of you on Netflix oh, no. just to uh, I want you to verify a program on there to see if uh, my classification of it being a bootleg and a disaster yet it is hard to not watch the whole thing it's just it's one of those deals so that's that's what we got for today a few other things hayden talked a little bit about return to star wars um he's much better at the interview game than you in in terms of protecting the plot uh, so there's not much but you know he 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 does make some uh he 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 made some interesting quotes at least from him as a human standpoint and what it meant to kind of get called back and don the armor again and and kind of where he thought Anakin's mind might have been 10 years later because like we said last week my friend this Darth Vader and Kenobi is he's a he's a spry 32 years old I mean he's a obviously damaged goods but he, he still is 32 he's had 10 years of just pure trauma after uh, what went down on, on Mustafar and Coruscant. So, you know, what, what is this guy thinking about? And what's his name? Hayden kind of gives us some insights. So, all right, that, that that's kind of what we're looking at. But first and foremost, I, uh, as we call it sometimes in the uh, critic circle, I uh, jumped on the grenade for everyone that is Morbius. Um, checked it out last Thursday. I was even one of the people, you the, were one the of $5 the million dollars of people that did the, <laughs> did the, did yeah. the early screening. And uh, while I do not think it's a get up and walk out type of movie or the 16% that it's uh, it was showing on Rotten Tomato last week, it definitely has a lot of fucking problems. And um, it's crazy when you have a talent like Leto in there. Love him or hate Jared Leto. The guy is an accomplished actor who's been doing this shit for, what, 20, almost 30 years. I believe he has an Oscar. So he's no schlub. But here's the deal with Morbius, Nick, and it's it's a it's purely a, a pacing issue, and it just feels like almost the entire plot is fast forward to the next moment with with zero exposition on anything. You don't really understand anyone's motivations for doing anything. Here's where I knew it was in trouble. Uh, it starts with kind of a present scene. We've seen it in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. You, you, you see Dr. Morbius, he's at that jungle cave, uh, standing at the at the entrance and all the bats come out. Then that cuts to a flashback 25 years later to when he's a kid. And then once that's done, which, okay, it's still making sense. When that's done, it cuts back to the present, but we're now after the opening scene, which never gets resolved on screen. You just are like, oh, they're... I I think them being on this boat means they're this is after he was at the cave and now they're doing tests and <laughs> I don't it, what, so what? what you're saying what? is it's kind of like uh, Rise of Skywalker. Um, <laughs> no, it's worse than Rise of Skywalker. Okay, it, it's yeah, it's don't yeah. I mean, to me, if if I had to rate it, it, it would get a a failing grade of a, of a five or a six. 
Gotcha. Um, like I said, I didn't feel compelled like some people, you know, oh, I walked out. It's like, who, who fucking does that, honestly? It, it, especially these days when, when you're spending $18, $20 on a ticket. Like, it's something that bad that you're just like, you know what? I scheduled this time. I got babysitters. I'm just going to fucking walk out. Sometimes I think that's people just being hyperbolic. But yeah, um, it's just you, you sit there watching the whole thing going like, OK, I mean, this is mediocre at best. Uh, but if they if they would have just told an actual story that had an actual all right, this is the story. Is it is it these two guys looking for vampires? Is it Morbius's struggle with with uh, being an antihero or trying to be good? What, what, what are we doing? Is it Matt Smith taking his shirt off half the time and getting crazy? I don't know. So that's my take on Morbius. I would highly recommend waiting for this one. This is nothing you need to go see in theaters. And um, Sony Marvel outside of Spider-Man just continues to spin its Drop wheels. One. Like I, I like we Venom. Can. Don't get me wrong. I like Venom. Uh, but it's like, what, what are you people doing here? All right. Well, it looks like we have our first dropout for Nick. So here he's coming back now. <laughs> Let's bring him back into the fold. Hey, see, Nick's Number like, one. oh, yeah, you don't like you don't like when people walk out on movies. I'm just going to fucking walk, walk out. out on your on your Morbius <laughs> review. <laughs> so it's like, I'm out of here. I'm out. All yeah. right. So that's that's Morbius. The, the next thing I want to talk about and Nick can join in here because I know he's checked out the first episode, too along with a lot of you in our Discord. And again, if you want to get in the Discord, you can always find a publicly available link on our Instagram account at Star Wars Time Show. Just hit that link tree and get yourself in there. All right, dude. So um, we both checked out Moon Knight, so good. Um, sometimes we can't count on Nick to watch new new pop culture stuff in a timely fashion, so thank you. I think he just dropped out. No, he's still no, here. No, I'm still here. I'm still here. You know, it's funny. When you when you drop <laughs> out, my Skype client is about 45 seconds beyond with its noises. So it just oh, now no. gave me the 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 fail now, uh, noise that I can't connect to you anymore. So oh. thank you, Skype. Another <laughs> another brilliant Microsoft product. <laughs> so, Nick, Moon Knight, even Moon. before it released last Wednesday, I, I would say was getting its balls licked by the the pro circuit and, and by that I, the, the people to get access early to review an episode or two to kind of let fans know what's coming down the pipe yeah all right so i was like okay all right oscar's in it my boy poe you know somehow palpatine return guy i i like him i dig him he's in dune he's fucking cool like right we, we all yeah. agree poe dameron's I, cool look, i love oscar isaac as a gent like as an actor in general he's just been in too many good things i mean Correct. Uh, so, so for me, this was always going to be like it's going to be good unless the writers fuck it up, right? So I don't know how you felt, but when I first started watching it, I, again, I was like, Oscar's brilliant. I mean, there's there's no no knock on Oscar. I love that, as he calls it, his lawn don, his lawn don accent. <laughs> like when he's in that town, like I need to get back to lawn don. <laughs> it's like all right, dude. But I, I like that choice, you know, because then it yeah. gives the the Mark side of his psyche really does feel like a different character. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I like seeing him as Steven. I, I think that's where you see um, Oscar's best acting is as Steven. I love all that stuff. But I'll be honest with you, the first time through with it's just fade to blacks, I was a little discombobulated with what the fuck was going on? Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I had to watch it a second time to fully get like, okay, you know, Steven goes to bed that one night after talking to that bronze mannequin thing and, and kind of working his hat for him. 
And then Mark wakes up, goes to whatever European country, to that castle, gets the scarab, jumps out of the window, and then Stephen wakes up again. Yeah. And then Stephen runs to the town, and then Mark has to come back to beat everyone up to get the scarab back. At first, I wasn't a huge fan of how they were delivering the narrative. Uh, but ultimately, after watching it a second time, I was like, you know what? I, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of digging this. It, it is different. It is unique. I don't know fucking shit about Moon Knight. So everything is new to me. And, and I like how it's being tied to like legit Egyptian history and gods and, and rituals and stuff like that. So first screening, my friend, I was a little like, ah, I, I don't quite see all the praise for this. But second time through, I was like, okay, now that I, you know, I get, I get how the narrative's being delivered. I I figured out the timeline better. I was like, you know what? I I kind of dig this. And as they're saying in the live stream chat here, both bat and tones, like it, it does kind of have that lost vibe where you're, you're shown some stuff, you're blacked out, you're left dangling on others. We, we still don't know, especially someone like me that knows nothing about the character. We, we still don't really know what Steven is, what Mark is, what Moon Knight is, what the, what the voice in his head is. I guess it's one Egyptian God that's against that Amic God that, uh, What's his name is walking in glass for Ethan Hawke. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I dig it. I, I definitely I'm 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 on board now. But my first screening, I, I was a little like, hey, I don't know. This is a little too uh, twisty turvy in terms of the delivery. See, for me, I, I actually like that right out the gate because it put me in a situation to where like every other like Marvel uh, like TV series, we'll say to this point, has been like pretty straightforward. I mean, the only other one that was a little bit divisive was like, well, not divisive, but like kind of, you know, didn't give you everything all at once was uh, WandaVision. That one had like a little bit of an unraveling plot <laughs> right. and stuff. But I, And they've I, all been from existing characters that we exactly, saw in the MCU, right? That yeah. we already know. So like, just like you, I don't really know anything about Moon Knight. I didn't know anything about Moon Knight going into it. I didn't do any research. I still haven't done any research. So like I was pretty fresh, but I really enjoyed like the chaotic approach to how they delivered the character. Because yeah. the one thing that I did know is like the guy essentially has multiple personalities. Like he, he, he has these <clears throat> different, different beings, whether they be Egyptian gods or like his own multiple personalities that are like fighting for control of his mind at any one given time. So like, I thought the way that they delivered that was really cool. And like the mystery of like his nighttime routine, like put the sand around the bed, tie yourself to the, to the bedpost, put the tape on the door. Like, you know, he has all of this set up to essentially prevent himself or to be able to tell like, okay, this is, you know, I slept walk or, you know, right. I, I did something tonight. But then, then Mark undoes it all for him. Exactly. Before he goes about. I love that. So <laughs> like when, like when you see that initially, like you watch everything else happen and you're thinking to yourself like, well, how did like how is the tape not being ripped? How is the how yeah. is the sand not being disturbed and all this other stuff? And then as the, like it was really cool to see like one mystery kind of solved as this as the episode progressed. Um, and then like, you know, the you know, the final, the, you know, the reveal finally getting to see the the Moon Knight costume and, and everything at the end I thought was super cool so I was yeah right I was and then, a huge then fan it just cuts the credits like I mean as soon as he, he finally succumbs to Mark and and you know the white straps come out the mummification yeah. 
and he beats the shit out of that like Anubis dog in the bathroom. And, I, you know, I kind of like that they, they, they didn't even show us that yet. I mean, they really are kind of holding off on the Moon Knight character full reveal. I, I wouldn't say we've gotten the full reveal yet in, in terms of, yeah, you know, what he can do. What he fully looks like. I mean, you know, even the graphic I have up on the live stream, there's like another Moon Knight character behind him. I don't know if you can see that, Nick, but it's like a whole different face mask. And I, I again, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And I kind of like that because that's not usually the case in both Marvel and Star Wars and really for the most part, DC for me. Anything they put out is usually from established characters or, or canon that I at least know enough yeah moon knight i don't know shit and i, I kind of dig this uh, and i and i, I you know i i still wish net uh disney plus binge like like netflix like but um it, it it is something i'll be uh looking forward to every week is moon knight yeah no I, it, it was super good and i really enjoyed the first episode hey tones real quick on that comment i i believe that was resolved and it was a glitch in the system so yeah. I, I don't think this was some disney I know a lot of people are on the fuck Disney, their woke bandwagon for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, but, but, um, yeah, yeah tone, but that, tone, that, that's not true anymore. Yeah. Tones was saying that they, they, that Disney plus edited some of the more gory sections out of Falcon and winter soldier and stuff. They, so what they did was they, they have now, since they've brought in the, the Netflix series, they have now, put a TV MA and a TV 14 filter on Disney plus, and you can choose to use either one. So like, for example, if you have Disney plus and they have, you have kids and they use their own profiles, you probably don't want them having access to the Punisher <laughs> where the somebody's is, dude, fucking eyes get gouged out, you know? Right. So the but TV they, they've had that does. since day one, like Charlie's had her own Disney plus. She can't even get, I don't even think she can get the star Wars movies on her account. Before they put in the new parental stuff. So yeah. to me, I was kind of like, fuck you. You're going to make me take extra steps when I log into Disney Plus now to prove that I'm an adult and I want to see adult content. But you got to do what you got to do because there was definitely some parents groups and religious right groups that when they found out Disney was taking on, as Nick said, net Netflix MCU, like, do as we say not as we do from that side of the fucking spectrum you know yeah you're like well just fucking parent okay <laughs> yeah just fucking parent it's not that hard if you don't want your kids watching shit there's ways to block it yeah luckily for me i don't have to worry about that because all of the profiles on my disney plus are set to tvma so i don't have to put it nc7 nick goes for nc7 i go nc17 disney movies where everybody's <laughs> naked i actually oh, heard there there's either like an like a one episode of a net netflix show that got an nc17 or a yeah, movie coming a, to netflix a, that, that got it the new i think it's the anna de armas movie that's coming okay. to netflix is rated nc17 yeah all right good i'm all about that so I, i've never understood the mo movements out there we're like, if you, if you see stuff on, on TV or boobies or hear shit, fuck, damn, cunt, dick, that you're going to end up being like a mass murderer. It, it, yeah, it, it's it doesn't very, make sense to me. It, it, uh, it in does, fact, <laughs> yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, the only thing it does is it, like, it causes necessary but uncomfortable conversations with your parents, like, or yeah. just forces them to say, like, hey, 
you can't watch that. You can't watch. I mean, you all know how I speak sometimes on this show. It's not much different in real life. And I I took this approach. I was like, I'm going to talk the way I talk in front of my kid or not. Like, I'm I'm not going to purposely get in front of her and be like, fuck, 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 fuck. But I'm going to talk. And it's it's worked because my kid now is my filter. Like swearing to her is so offensive. She's like, Dad, stop. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. She's the me, one who's that, correcting you, which is usually yeah, the other way around. <laughs> hey, that's a win. Like, yeah. especially coming from me where my biggest problems as a young, young little boy were my mouth. I, I think that's a win. I mean, the fact that she doesn't even like hearing the swear words anymore, it, it, it's almost like she, she's triggered by them. She's like, stop. That's enough with the fucks and the bitches, you motherfuckers. So. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I, I, I'm digging Moon Knight. Sounds yeah. like Nick is on it as well. The only... Um, the only other hit that I had was um, I saw Uncharted. I know that I'm super late to this to this party because it came out in February. But um, this was one that actually like for the last three weeks, Taylor and I have been trying to go see. So like we initially were going to go see it on Thursday of last week. We got caught up with some stuff at home. Couldn't make it. We were going to go see it on They're playing the bongos and, and smoking dope. That's what they probably do probably Friday so. night. Yeah. <laughs> But, like Matthew McConaughey <laughs> did down there in Texas. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, man. Then we tried to go see it on Saturday or on Sunday. We went to the movie theater that we were going to go to. And there were like people were like they had an employee outside. And we noticed that there weren't like a lot of cars in the in the parking lot. We we're like, oh, power you know, outage. They had a fire in the building. Small fire. It wasn't anything big, but they had a fire. So they're like, well, we had to shut down for today. OK, fine. Um, so then we went back yesterday, uh, got in, got to see it in a theater by ourselves, just the way I like to see movies and the best. I thought it was fucking awesome. I, I will preface it by saying too, that Uncharted is one of my favorite game series of all time. Um, I think it's just like from top to bottom, the first time I played an Uncharted game, I was like, this would make a, f- a perfect movie. Like, this would make the perfect new right. Indiana Jones-style movie. And after all of the production woes and however long this thing's been in, you know, in the pre-production, in the pipeline to be made, I was really worried, especially when they announced Tom Holland because I thought that he was a little young to play Nate. When, he's when bankable, they said, man. He, yeah. He's proven it now. He's bankable. Oh, yeah. And then when I saw that Wahlberg was going to play Sully, I'm like, man, that just doesn't fit. Sully's way older. Right. I saw the movie, and I saw the way that those two characters perfectly brought Nate and Sully's relationship <laughs> to the screen, and I was like, they fucking killed it. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> there was some over-the-top shit in there that's just like the video games, um, with the, you know, the, the plane moment in the very beginning and then the, the, the pirate ship moment. Oh, the, the, the pirate very- ship moment that, that rivals like fuckery, like you've never seen before. I, mean, I know even crazier than like pirates of the Caribbean type of stuff. I know, I, but it's just like they did it. I mean, they paid homage yeah. to the series so well. And it's good. It dude, is good. And it's a franchise now. I mean, yeah. it, it, it hit the, it hit enough check boxes that Sony's like, all right, we'll keep doing yeah. this, you fuckers. Over so. 350 million worldwide, which again, right. like, you know, when you compare that to a Marvel movie or you compare that to a Star Wars movie, people look at 350 million now. They're like, ah, it's garbage. They'll never make another one. 
$300 million for a movie for one, the first of a franchise and two, the first of a video game related movie yeah. franchise. Well, hey, hey, dude, we're, we're, we're still, I mean, a, a lot of us and I'm kind of in this crowd now too. I mean, we, we, COVID's still fairly rampant around the world. Uh, yeah. you know, there's some countries that, that still have lockdowns here and there. So it, it probably did not play on the amount of screens it, it would have played on in 2019. So oh, yeah, yeah, they, they, they did good. I'm with you. All right. So the last thing I want to leave you with, and again, this is kind of like a, a homework assignment for next week, everybody that, that listens here, especially you live streamers. <laughs> there is a show on Netflix now. It probably came out two or three weeks ago called The Guardians of Justice. So I, I threw it on one night. I was like, hey, whatever, fuck it. And, you know, I'm kind of zoned out. We'll throw it on. It, it is the most bootleg thing I've ever watched on a professional service in my life. I, I mean, this is something that I would expect to see on like, like, like TikTok or I mean, not even YouTube. I mean, there's, there's YouTube channels that have a more coherent and, and well put together series. I mean, to me that this show should have been on YouTube. I, I still don't know how it made it to Netflix. So if you've not watched it yet and you want to see a train wreck that is kind of hard to turn away from check out the guardians of justice on netflix um diamond dallas page is one of the stars that's really all i gotta say i mean it is like b to c movie but there's something about it where you just it's so what the fuck i mean nick it 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 mixes in claymation with traditional cinematography with animation just kind of whenever it feels like it, <laughs> I, the acting is atrocious. <laughs> the some of the sets are atrocious. It really is. I mean, it, I told Nick before we went live. I was like, I feel like this is something we could have done for twenty grand on our YouTube channel, um, and it made it to fucking Netflix it, in like the trending <laughs> sections. I mean, it, so it was weird. like everywhere. I, I couldn't avoid it. I was like, fuck it, I'll watch it. Why not? Uh, so yeah, g- give that one a check out, and maybe next week, any of you on the stream, if if you watched it, you can report back. With how just, it, I don't know, it's crazy. It, it would be like, I, to some of you collectors out there, especially if you're into the, the bootleg scene, it would be like if Sucklord made a, a Star Wars movie. <laughs> uh, except it's, it's a kind of a parody on the Justice League. But, but same deal. Like the, the names, I mean, Diamond Dallas Page's character is equivalent to Batman, but he's like a fucking uh, Falcon or something. Okay. I mean, there, there's a Wonder Woman equivalent. There's a a, a fast person equivalent. It, it's just, there's a Superman equivalent. It is so bootleg. Like I said, if, if you know what I'm what I'm talking about, if you're in that bootleg scene, especially Star Wars toys, Nick, you may remember when we talked about the Suck Lord yeah. and some of the figures he makes, like the Star Bong and mm-hmm. and uh, Boba okay. Bong. It, that's what this <laughs> this feels like. All right, so check it out, people. If you want something to just go, what the fuck to. Um, and I know we got Nick on the Halo bandwagon now, so um, well, if I uh, episode two, a little bit of a, a little bit of a sleeper, not much action, but they're definitely moving the plot along. So hopefully, I'll have something to report back on three next week. But now, it's time for Star Wars time. All right, so um, we, we we got a few topics, not many, just a few. Things have dried up a bit. There's no doubt about it. And the first one we want to start with, it, it's. It's something everyone knows about, but I do kind of have two avenues I want to explore with this topic. And what I'm talking about is the fact that the Obi-Wan Kenobi premiere got delayed by two days, but it's also getting a bonus episode 
Um, so in case you've been living under a asteroid or an an asteroid, or you've been in a an, it was an exogorth <laughs> for the past week, Kenobi is no longer debuting on May 2-5. It has been moved to May 2-7, which is the Friday of Celebration Week. So Nick, like I said... Not much we can really do with this story outside of kind of taking some stabs at why it got moved and then why it sucks big time for me. Yeah. So let's start with why do you think it got moved and then padded with another episode? Yeah, that's a hard question to answer, honestly, because the one thing that I didn't think that they would want to do with this series is do a do a dual episode premiere because there's so few episodes to start with. Right. You only have six. So by putting two out at the same, on the same week, that only gives you, you know, four, four more weeks of content left. Um, so my thoughts on it, my thoughts on the reason for the dual premiere in particular, not necessarily the move to Friday is that they probably, I mean, maybe we don't know about it yet, but maybe there's something that's around the corner. Like, you know, within a month of the Kenobi premiere that they plan yep. on dropping. Um, and they don't want those two to overlap. That's that's probably yeah, why yeah. you get the two. Yeah, so but, I um I, I agree with the, the two episode. I, I think I mean they'll they'll kind of pitch it as, oh hey, it's celebration week where it's a gift to the fans where yeah. I honestly think most people at celebration are gonna be like, Man, that kind of sucks. Now we gotta watch both episodes here why we'd rather be out fucking around on the floor or with our friends i don't know i i've seen other content creators like star wars explained i saw him after this and he's like fuck i'm gonna now have two episodes to break down on the first real big day of celebration which is exactly what your worry was yeah too. so i, I, I mean, but you're I also think gonna you're, be on a vacation right yeah so I, I'll, I'll talk about that avenue in a second but um i i honestly think they moved it to friday think they're either gonna have some big event at celebration now like maybe ewan's there or the cast is there and certain fans will get to watch the two episode premiere with them yeah all together um because outside that i i mean i I don't know why you do that because that is uh, i believe celebrations thursday through sunday like it usually is i don't know if it's a friday to monday one but i think it's a thursday to sunday so you are taking a prime day and kind of birthing this baby. So I, I, I would have to imagine they're, they're going to have some sort of panel or, or very exclusive special event for the uh, two episode premiere screening at Celebration on that Friday. Um, but I'm with you. I, I think the, the, other, the reason for the two banger is to catch up. I don't know if it's for for Andor or Bad Batch or maybe uh, one of the Marvel shows, but it does seem like they're they're wanting to hurry this one along in a month's time versus the the full six weeks. Yeah, I, I, it definitely has to be for a time constraint. Or, I mean, maybe that it maybe that's like a stealth panel and like they're like, hey, we're gonna have, you know. You're going to get an hour and a half of, of Kenobi back to back, and then we'll have a Q&A with the cast at the yeah, same time. That, yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm thinking. And that, I mean, come on, that would be fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. But really, it, I think all that is, again, is probably just going to frustrate a lot of fans that don't get either this through a lottery or don't get access or maybe it, it costs extra. I, who knows how they're going to handle it. But I just it, it just feels like they did this for some sort of special extravaganza uh, out there in Anaheim. 
Yeah. Um, now the other angle and you know, the, the poor baby Matt angle is I was already bummed out about the Kenobi premiere date. All right. Cause I'm an asshole. It was initially going to come out on the Wednesday of my first week, uh, my two week beach vacation where I go to this place I've gone to my whole life. Uh, eventually I would like to move there. I, I love being in this place. We do it for at least two weeks a year. So it, it's big time. So I was already like, fuck. Kenobi on a Wednesday at the beach, vacation, family's there. And I'm going to feel compelled to get up and do three to four hours of work on a fucking Wednesday at the beach for Star Wars content that honestly, maybe 200 people will watch. This all goes back to my narcissism and and OCD when it comes to Star Wars, all right? I can explain it again. I I still believe people need to hear my opinions because they're the best. That's the narcissism. And then the OCD is if I don't cover something, either I'm going to die or no one's going to watch the show anymore. That's, (laughs) I mean, I might be being a little sarcastic, but quite frankly, without getting in a shrink's chair, that's pretty much what's going on in my head with Star Wars. I... I just can't get the get the fucking clue. Like I, I I can't get it's so clear. Like listen, Matt. No one honestly gives a fuck about your Star Wars opinions. So just save them for your fucking podcasts where a few more people give a fuck about your opinions but still not that many. You know what I mean? Does that make sense to anyone out there, especially content creators like <laughs> one of these days something's going to have to change where I'm just going to have to finally realize like, no, there is no just another turn or just another video. It's not going to happen, Matt. You've been doing it between EB and SWTS for fucking 12 years now. It's not going to happen. All right. We got, I got to fucking just realize that one day. And I think (laughs) life would be good. It would be grand for me. Then I'd be able to enjoy Star Wars like the rest of you and just fucking watch it. Maybe still take notes for the show, but, you know, not sitting there, uh, Easter eggs, key moments, gotta do a video, screenshots, hundred people will watch it, good for you. So, finding that it's now moving to Friday, which means I'm just gonna be thinking about it the whole fucking week, and now it goes from one to two episodes of Kenobi, like a must-watch Star Wars program, I'm looking at losing an entire fucking day at the beach to make two videos or maybe one big one that honestly, I think I'd be lucky to get 300 people to watch. That's a problem, right, Nick? Like that is a form of mental sickness. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I think it is a bit, there's, there's a bit of obsessiveness in there, but Hey, you know, I, I'm not one to tell people what they should or shouldn't do, especially for things that they enjoy. If it's a case ah, where it's like, there, you, you know, you there, enjoy there, there doing is a it. bit, there is a bit where I must, or why do I keep doing it? it it's yeah. maybe it's enjoyment, but I, I will tell you one motivating factor it is. And you know, maybe this is from my, my days of a gamer, but it's like, Hey, just one more video. You never know. Maybe the right person will finally see it and, and it'll happen, but it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I've even put up videos like just normal life videos. There's one of my daughter, very young. I put her in a land speeder hot wheel. Probably shouldn't have because that thing went fast and she had no clue what she was doing. Like going over berms and riding off sewers and just laughing her ass off. Any other human posts that to social media, it's fucking going viral. 
I was lucky to get four family members to look at it. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> Matt, wake the fuck up. The writing is on the wall. I got to get there someday, my friend. I got to get there. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it before May 27. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, if it was me. <laughs> Look at one, one six shooter. I wish, Trevor. Here's what he said. He said, watch it on vacation a few times, take some notes on the beach, and come back and wow people with observation. Yeah. If no. I did that, by the time I came back, we'd be three episodes in and everyone would, would be on to like Andor. Yeah. That, yeah. That's how I think. And here, here, here's the thing, too, is not only are you going, like, you, we're only talking about the, the, the Matt side of the implications here, but, but here's what's going to happen. If you take four hours plus of a, of a beach day vacation with your family... To sit down and watch yeah. Star Wars stuff by yourself and then do a it's video, mental. your wife is going to be very upset with you. Oh, no. She she knows she's fully prepared for it. She knows. I've already told her. And it, trust me, the, the next week we're there, she'll be working her real job the whole week. So she she has really nothing <laughs> nothing to say on me because she she's going to be disconnected from the family for the second week of the vacation. But, yeah, I know. I mean, it's just, hey, and I'm just bitching. and Listen. There's, there's people that, that live in Ukraine and are getting blown up and babies getting shot. So, I mean, wow, wow, Matt. Um, but it, it just, it, it, it really goes back to what's my problem? Like, why can't I just say no? Well, life will go on. Yeah, life will go on. Life will go on. Because, hey, <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing, too, is like with the videos we do, we literally... Just remake the video on the podcast. I know. Hey, <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? It, it is truly a mental illness. And I get it. I get it, Shooter. I get it, Tones. You're right. But it's that same voice. It's just like, it, it, it almost feels like until I get it done, my brain can't rest. So even if I did put it off on Friday, I'd still be sitting out there probably in the sand going, fuck got to do this video, got to do the videos. Hey, Daddy, you want to play in the ocean? I got to do these fucking videos. Hey, Daddy, you want to go up to the board? I got to do these fucking videos. You know, I would just, I would have that chip on my shoulder. I got to get them done. It, it, I truly feel like if I don't get this stuff done, it is the end of the freaking world. And that's why we circle back to mental illness. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah. there's I mean, that. That it. Other than that, I mean, like the Friday, yeah, the push the Friday, I'm not 100% sure on. It has to be, it's it's definitely, in my mind, it, it's got to be celebration related. The yeah, two episode drop to is, to, is to make up time because they have something else that's probably in the pipeline or coming out near where Kenobi would have ended if it right. wasn't a Well, when, uh, when does double? Captain Marvel drop? Is she, um, not Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, Miss right? Marvel. Miss Marvel? Yeah. Is that a um, Juner? Because I'm, I'm guessing that's going to go right after Moon Knight. That <laughs> June eighth. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're right, Tones. I'm essentially Stephen and Mark right now with this this voice. I might <laughs> as well just hold my nose shut for the rest of the cast and talk like this. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea with Matt and Nick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Miss Marvel's June eighth. So got you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Either way, like. I like me, like I'll probably yeah, Nick, watch he, one. Nick's on, like, I'll watch it when Matt's like, "Yo, you ready to do a podcast?" I'll watch yeah. it uh, two hours before that. <laughs> Needs it's to be a, fresh in my mind. Yeah, 
Nick's like, this is no fucking skin off my back, pal. Have fun internalizing all that stress. You I was going to say, like, they could release it on any day that they wanted to. For me, I'm going to watch it when I watch it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's no way I can avoid not watching them on Friday. And, and I probably will do it. I mean, there's a part of me thinking I may very well wake up at three in the morning now. Um, yeah. The tough one. But hey, but, hey, if you enjoy doing it, which I do think that you garner a bit of enjoyment out of doing that, then I think that you're, you know, that. No, I do. I, I do. I mean, you know, when people comment or just any, even the, the, the two people that watch these fucking videos, I guess that's enough. But I don't know. Like I said, it's how many times can I do the same thing without classifying myself as psychotic? You know what I mean? It's like it truly is rolling that boulder up the hill every day and then it comes right back down and runs me over. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Kenobi moving on. If you're out there at Celebration, may the force be with you. We speak your names. I would definitely try to find a watch party if you can't get into what we're thinking will be some sort of official event because um, that, that would definitely be fun. I, I remember Celebration 2, and this was years ago. This would have been like 2002 or three. Uh, you know that we only had four movies at that point celebration two was for attack of the clones believe it or not and they would just have one big room every night where they would play a movie in from the uh, original trilogy or tpm and it would be packed with people in there with their fucking lightsabers and costumes if they warm because back then it was still kind of not a thing and it is fun watching star wars even though we've all seen them a million times it is fun watching with a bunch of other lunatics there's no doubt about it um, oh, so Trevor, you're saying I don't enjoy doing the Star Wars time show at this point. Do I need to be more uh, positive? Is that, is that what's happening? All right. <laughs> people follow. So well, we have a, um, right. We do something. We do a few things, right? Not many and, and not well. We do them okay. <laughs> I think okay is probably better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, yeah. Before we move on, I, I want to acknowledge one of our, main supporters here can always count on this fan being in the streams being on discord and just being a good good dude um i got a care package on friday from mr bat 2797 from his 3d printing shop 2797 studios and in it there were some gifts for myself and my daughter and i don't know i just i i, I thought that was pretty damn special um good dude bat is he he made some custom carbonite like characters in carbonite for my yeah. kids uh razor crest you know like like shrunk them down real small because she has like the the tiny mission fleet razor crest it, it's not like a normal scale so he made her like i don't know he made her like six or seven carbonites a jar jar grogu luke <laughs> uh, lots of cool figures in carbonite and just to see how excited she was i mean i i sent bat the video but she she picked them up and was jamming them all inside the razor crest like yeah and then and as a bonus he sent me a couple for my big boy razor crest so shout out to uh, bat2797 on instagram2797 i believe underscore studios if i fuck that up bat let me know and i'll correct it uh, but they do a lot of fun stuff a lot of good stuff with 3d printing teaming up with landspeeder luke and other designers out there to print all of your Star Wars diorama needs. So give, give them a look, give them a shout. Nice. 
Okay, so uh, let's stick with the Kenobi train, buddy. And uh, we have a rumor for you. Uh, I, I would say it's more than a rumor. So just uh, I'll put it out there if you're trying to go in clean, which I doubt many people are that listen to the show at this point in the time. Uh, you might want to pause for a few minutes. This this shouldn't take too long. Um, but this this just came out today for making Star Wars. So again, I, I I have a feeling it's it's probably legit. So just be prepared. But what we're talking about is the potential of a post credit scene popping up in the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Okay, so it's two seven nine seven studios. No no underscore. There you go. We'll we'll try to f- a bat if I forget. Or Nick, uh, when we're doing the top five at the end of the show, try to remind me. I'll pull up your profile. All right. So anyways, like I said, this rumor revolves around the potential of a post-credit scene in Obi-Wan Kenobi and what is going to be in that post-credit scene and when it is going to air. Is everyone ready? Strapped in? Ready to go? Ready. Because this post-credit scene is definitely going to tickle your tits as George Takei likes to say. (laughs) All right. So, Nick, according to Making Star Wars, there will indeed be at least one post-credit scene in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, and it's going to be featured early on. This is not like a stinger to uh, potentially set up future stories or maybe connect into Rogue One or A New Hope. All right. This is going to happen, according to MSW, during the credits of the second episode. All right. And it's, it's the scene itself sounds like it's going to serve as the debut of a very important character to the series. So if we go back a little bit, my friend, and, and kind of set up what we know so far about what we think is going to take place in episode one and two. Eventually, Kenobi is going off world to help Bail Organa get Princess Leia back. Uh, This is definitely going to expose him to the galaxy at wide, and he is definitely going to risk being found out by doing so. So what sounds like happens here, after he leaves and does this and and rescues Leia and, and potentially reconnects into the Force unlike he has since the end of Rots, someone, and I think everyone can guess who, is going to feel that disturbance in the force. Oh. And feeling that that presence in the force for the first time in what could be 10 years is going to awaken this person from slumber. And this person, if you're on the live stream, is none other than Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. So, Nick, this is what it sounds like, how it's going to go. Like, all right, episode two ends on a high note. Credits, ba 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 ba. We don't know the, the theme song yet, so Fet! we'll just bring in the old ones. <laughs> Fet! And then, all right, we get some credits. We see Deb's name. You know, we're seeing all the names out there. You and Hayden, yay! We love you, people. Thanks for your work. Then we're gonna a post-credit scene. It's gonna pan up. You're gonna see murky water, and then this real fucked-up face comes into view, and a fucked-up eye opens. It's revealed that that eye belongs to Anakin Skywalker, and he is in his back-to-tank, being awoken from his healing slumber at the, at, because of Kenobi essentially using the Force again. A presence he so hasn't I, felt since? Hmm. Since, yes, and then you just look around, right? <laughs> yeah. you, look, you look left and you look right, and then you just walk away with purpose. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of dig... That's how they're going to introduce Vader. I, I like it. I like that it is going to be kind of a stinger at the end of two. 
And then uh, it, it does sound like it'll lead right into beginning of episode three, which I have a little bit on here. And this is kind of cool, but it, this is, this is Vader's situation in life after his choice. So it sounds like after seeing that stinger, Vader's in the tank, clearly won't have all his body parts on. And really, Nick, this pays off on that leak from Star Wars Newsnet months ago where, you know, they kind of rendered, you're going to see Anakin in a tank. And it now seems like, all right, this is why. He was in there doing his usually healing thing, but because of Kenobi's adventures and him probably using the Force again for the first time in a long time, Anakin's going to sense that and it's going to wake him up immediately. And now, now he is going to get involved because now he knows which chess piece is back on the board. So when we hit episode three, and there's a little speculation here from making Star Wars, so this isn't uh, verbatim from his sources, but it sounds like we're going to start with a shot of Anakin on a table, still limbless, in pain, getting fitted with his attachments for the day. And it was explained to Jason, like, no, this is Vader's daily existence. This is what he does every day. Like we get up and, you know, scratch our ass, fart, take a shit. He gets out of his tank and essentially suffers his surgery from rots every single day. You know, just sitting there. He's not going to look all freshly charred. He's probably going to have that, that the, the white washed over burnt skin at this point in time. But think about that. Every day he's got to take himself apart, become just a torso in a back to tank, sleep in there. And then as soon as you come out, you get put back on an operating table and those fucking droids come in and weld your arms and legs back on. Oh, I love yeah. it. I mean, it, just, it, it shows you just the Ugh. nonstop anguish, suffering, and pain that this character has been in at this point for 10 years. Yeah, I mean, that's fucking brutal. Like that is, you know, if you want to talk about the Marvel Netflix shows and and how brutal those are, I mean, just that it may not be as graphic, but in terms of like the amount of suffering that the person's going through, that's pretty fucking high. I mean, that is unbearable type. Well, yeah, because I mean, again, I I imagine it, it will kind of be a parallel to his reconstruction and rots yeah. where the, the yeah. whole time. I mean, he what's he doing? He's writhing and screaming out in pain. Yeah, I mean, yelling. Palpatine didn't even, he didn't even fucking give the guy like some morphine. He's just yeah. like, hey, this is good for me. It's just going to get him more pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, they just like, all right, here you go. <laughs> oh, <it's> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, imagine taking a welding kit to yourself every day and, and re-welding your arms and legs back Oof, on. That sounds I awful. fucking love it. I love it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, um, that's really cool. But then also, if you think about it this way, the reason that they may be doing a two episode premiere for for Kenobi is that like if we're not if we're really not going to see Vader until the the stinger in episode two, you could look at the first episodes as like a almost like a like a 90 to 100 minute long like prequel movie that leads into the other four episodes where essentially right. like after that first two episodes, the, the, the whole narrative shifts. No, you're so right. It's not you're even right. the same series. Yeah, and, and we, we've speculated on this just based on some of the leaks and, you know, we're fucking Star Wars geniuses, but it is really sounding now like the first two episodes are going to be, all right, here's Sad Kenobi, here's Angry Owen, here's Worried Bale, all right, now we're on the, the adventure to save Leia, that goes down, some hijinks happens, you know, maybe he confronts uh, Reva and kills her, who knows, maybe that's where the force comes out that he's got to use. 
but then ultimately is successful and in, in him and Leia get off planet. But as we're as fans watching this, like, all right, good job, Kenobi. Woo. Ending on a positive note, you're going to get that fucking reminder that, oh, yeah, by the way, this guy's still in the galaxy. And uh, he he's not a big fan of Obi-Wan Kenobi, a.k.a. Ben at this point in time. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it's it's also I mean, it, it could very well be, you know, we, we heard about this with the book of Boba Fett. Where a lot of people are like, you know what? If they would have strung the premiere with episode two, we probably would have had a a more favorable initial reception of the show. Yeah. Where when they just watched episode one and it ended, it was like, oh, well, you know, it's cool. We got to see him come out of the pit. But all right, where, where where's everything fucking going? Uh, where if a show does get into its second episode, and this isn't just a Star Wars problem, I mean, you could argue Moon Knight leaves a lot to be desired. Like, all right, well, wh- where the fuck is everything going? What's next? I want to know what happens next. And, you know, maybe that, that that's another reason they are doing the twofer because they know, yeah. like, listen, we're going to we're going to fucking blow their socks off. We're going to leave them. We're going to get them two episodes and leave them with the prospect that Vader now knows Kenobi is out and about. And as Nick said, that is going to fundamentally shift the narrative for three, four, five and six. Yeah, it, it's going to go from dicking around with the Inquisitors to. The big guy comes in and starts, you know, kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, exactly. So it gives it definitely gives it a little bit more color knowing that uh, that Stinger is going to be more than likely in at the end of episode two. So. Yeah, no, good, good stuff. Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, it, everything that's come out about Kenobi is is hitting the right notes. It. If all this stuff pays off, my goodness, my goodness. Did anyone watch the, uh, and I, I, I'm 98% sure it's legit, that leaked footage of Kenobi and Invader fighting on, which is probably going to be Mustafar's moon. Anyone? I know, Nick, you, you, this wouldn't cross your desk, but um, I, I didn't post it either because it's something we've already talked about, but. And it's probably out there on Reddit still or, or making Star Wars. I'm sure they have it up there. But someone grabbed the B-roll of one of their encounters. And I believe it's the second one because the, the, the whole B-roll got to be stunt guys because they're on wires. And, and you can hear the stunt guy getting ready to get yanked, which I've heard is one of the most body shredding maneuvers and all of stunts to be on a cable and then yeah. get fucking ripped back Pulled by back. your boys. Yeah, so I, I think it's I think that leaked scene is showing what we talked about where Vader throws Kenobi like 40 to 60 feet across a room or a canyon. Um, but that that had to be real. That there's no way that leak was was fake. Just absolutely no way. Yeah, I no mean way. I haven't watched it yet, but I mean that's that's one of those things too. I mean, like we've said too, we we don't want to get like we'll give you some some leaks we'll give you some stuff like that but when it comes to, to that kind of material it is really hard to to like post that and then be like oh, there's yeah. nothing to, there's nothing to i mean we we've already discussed the moment through various other leaks i was like what, what's the point of seeing the footage it, it does look cool uh, i would argue i mean again who knows what what sort of light was going on but it, kenobi and one of these days we're going to be able to talk about our, our gear from Adrian because I think that, that gives some things away too, but it's still under embargo. Yeah. But that leak scene to me, it, it, Kenobi is almost, it, it almost looks like Jedi Master Luke's get up. Like it's more of that tan robe look. 
Yeah. Uh, not definitely not as not as like his, you know, he was he was kind of that lighter brown type of look. So I, I don't know. Maybe he he whips a, a unique robe, but it, it doesn't look like his his KKK robe from A New Hope. Right. I, I, anyone that's seen A New Hope and you see Obi-Wan Kenobi in the distance coming in. I mean, the dude looks like he dyed his Ku Klux Klan outfit brown. His yeah, hood stands it's fucking, very, very it stands straight up. Very <laughs> point. The- so he's making that sound like. Yeah, no, let's go. I mean, even though I just bitched about it, I, I can't wait for the 27th. I just like, again, it's that internal sickness I have. It's a, it's a constant struggle between drive yourself nuts but it's star wars so why not drive yourself nuts for star wars there's always time for star wars time drive yourself nuts for something that you enjoy (laughs) okay Uh oh sorry i I need a better cough button here not that i've used it yet but (laughs) i i'm sure this sounds grating to people so hopefully by next week i'm good to go all right so there you go that that's kind of our kenobi talk for the week We'll see what comes out. I know Greggy Poo is asking when I think some of the, the the next round of promotions will take place. And because I was so fucking wrong on the, the trailer, I mean, I, I thought the trailer would, would be dropping last week or this week based on how they did it for the Book of Boba. Uh, so I guess if that's the case, I wouldn't be surprised if they start ramping up some uh, at least TV spots within the next week or two here. Um, hopefully not giving us too much. I, I really appreciate the way they did the book of Boba Fett. It was one trailer and then a bunch of 30 second spots that might include a new scene, two scenes at best. Yeah. They didn't I, I give don't away want, very much. Yeah. I don't, I don't really think I want a, a whole other trailer to, to analyze and, and break down at this point. I'm ready to just kind of see what, what, what they have planned for us on the 27th. So, yeah, Nick, a few years ago, KK got up on stage, hanging out with Patty Jenkins. It was a big Star Wars party. You know, you get a show, you get a show, you get a movie. It's one of those deals. And, and one of the properties that was discussed, how they made a fucking logo for it, was Lando. Lando. Yep. And that's pretty much it. Uh, I mean, how we, we've heard more about rangers of the new republic than lando yeah Um, (laughs) lando is one of those shows where like we got the screen we got like the lando star wars but we literally didn't get anything about it like we don't know who was supposed to be in it we don't know what (laughs) storyline was supposed to be a lot of people are we got nothing yeah they're like oh lando show it has to be donald glover like who said who said does not have to be Donald. Uh, I think when, when we first learned about it, you had the idea of like, why not do it? Lando Chronicles, but it starts with Billy D kind of reminiscing about the Chronicles or firing up a Chronicle disc and looking at himself and the, you know, his hologram kind of like we saw him do him in the solo movie. And then once we get into the Chronicle, it, it reverts to the past and we get to see Glover kind of live through the moment. Exactly. Um, and that's kind of how, I mean, ultimately that's how, Book of Boba Fett played out. And I think that they use that formula really well. And for a character like Lando, who at the end of um at the end of Tross, there was a setup for a show. He's sitting there with Jana and he right. literally tells her, like, oh, well, you know, there he says, I can't remember the line exactly, but like he he essentially tells her, like, oh, that there's so many things that I could teach you. 
and or you know so many things it's that I could also tell you. It, it was kind of implied and i believe leaked at one point in time that that jaina and maybe they'll they'll correct this in that novel that's coming out where it's it's lando jedi master luke and and ochi where we're going to learn about what they were doing on that planet and and how ochi's ship got marooned there and how ochi died there um but i believe a part of that story is that's where lando's kid was kidnapped yeah and it was always at least from what i know and read during those massive fucking leaks for draws was that Jana Jana was the kid that was taken was Lando's daughter. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, like, that's what my thought was as well. Or like, that's what my assumption was as well. It's like, okay, well this is like, Jana is his daughter. And you know, I I know that like a lot of people were angling like, Oh, well Finn's his son. Maybe like maybe the kid that was taken with Finn's his son, but I don't think that's the angle that they're going with Finn at this nah, point anymore. Was, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be her. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and look, I don't want to pitch every show that's about a character that's pre-existing has to be this mix of flashback right, and, and, right. and current time. But for Lando, it would almost be the inverse of what we saw in, in book where like in book you had, a lot more ultimately like when you when you play the series out you, you ultimately had a lot more in the present time than you than you did in the past where with the lando series you would ultimately have a lot more in the past than you would in the present because the present would just be like in my mind you would open every episode with like janna and and billy talking and or like recounting something and right. then you would kind of flash into donald with Wait. whoever you got and, and they kind of set it up in the Rise of Skywalker. People like Lando and Leia, they were legends exactly. to the kids of the sequel trilogy, the Rays and the Finns. I mean, go back to TFA when Finn and Ray actually meet Han Solo. They know exactly who he is. They know about all his exploits. They know about his friendship with the Jedi Master Luke. They were you know, they were fucking legends just like Luke was bitching about. Like, I everyone thinks I'm just going to come out there with my laser shot. Ah, I'm angry, Luke. Brr. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I, I like that, Nick. I, I think that'd be a great setup because it is. I mean, you even see it in Tross when Poe is like, how did you guys do it? How did you do it as, as the rebellion when, when yeah. you had nothing and you had the Empire and the Emperor and, 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 and multiple yeah. Death Stars? We so they, they re- yeah, they revere the let the, the OT era character. So, you know, Nick's scenario, I, I could definitely see that, you know, Lando, Billy D Lando, just kind of recounting the past tales of, of his, <laughs> his, his exploits, uh, both maybe for the rebellion and, uh, at when he was just hardcore gambling and yeah, as mean, bat said, eventually winning cloud city. Yeah. I mean, there's so much of, of, Lando's life that we haven't seen and it's all the coolest parts because you know like we didn't we got to see a little bit of it in solo and and, and like some people in the chat were saying like Donald did such a good job of capturing young Lando and but we we barely got to see him I mean like he wasn't there for the end of the movie he had already taken off you only got a little bit of you know like you got good stuff with him and Lee you got good stuff with him and 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 Han but like, there's so much that happens after he leaves yeah. Han and the Lurch with Beckett and everybody else um, when everything goes down at the end of, uh, of Solo. I mean, it's just it. 
I would be super disappointed if this show didn't come to fruition. And I would also be super disappointed if it did come to fruition and Glover's not in it. I think that yeah, if Glover's need- in it, you know what? I want to see him fuck a robot. <laughs> All right, let, let's just let's just get this done. Lando, oh, he'll, said he'll be in the he, robo brothel. He's, he's pan, he's pansexual. You know, I mean, yeah. it, they they implied that him and Leet had some sort of love affair going on. Like, I want to see young Lando cornholing a robot. Okay? <laughs> that's just where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if we'll get that exact scene. <laughs> on Disney well, they Plus. got the new parental controls. That, I'm gonna say that's so. only on the TV <laughs> NC17 rating. <laughs> TV 14 does not have that. Oh, your pistons are so sexy. I love your hot grease. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not right. I'm not right. Okay. (laughs) So anyways, why why the hell are we talking about this, Nick? Well, Donald Glover has come out of his shell. And and I like how he explained this. I I don't know if you watched the interview at all or if you saw it on camera. I saw the quote, yeah. But he essentially says, like, listen, I create for a period of time and then I chill. Yeah. And if you think about it, like, like think back to the solo timeline, he dropped a new album. He had solo coming out. Atlanta. I think that was the, the last uh, current season of Atlanta. And then he just disappears for three years or so. Yeah. You know, it doesn't go away. He doesn't become a loser. He just, he, he essentially said like, I just fucking, when I'm done working, I fucking chill when I'm working, I work. Uh, he's back. Atlanta's finally back. So, all right, he's on the circuit again. This is kind of where the, the impetus for this topic comes from. So on Kimmel, you know, Jimmy is, I, I'm pretty sure Jimmy is a geek, like a lot of us. I yeah. mean, he, he usually does a pretty good job when the Marvel people are on there and the Star Wars people of, of digging at him and trying to get some sort of comment when he knows they can't. Um, so so Kimmel kind of tees it up. He's like, hey, man, yeah, you're, you're back doing a lot of things. And uh, here you're doing this Lando series. And, and here's what Donald said. Mm-hmm. Am I? Just telling all my business. No. Yeah. I have a lot of things. I like to blossom, then go away. Right now is definitely the start of another one of those. I have like a ton of stuff I've been working on, but I just want it all to come out at the same time. So I feel like that's what's important. So he's like, yo, I fucking chill. And then I work. I chill and I don't work, but he's in a work mode now, Nick. So based on his reply, what what can you kind of decipher from there is he playing coy or is is there is there no attachment to lando with him i think that i think there is i think there is an attachment um just from the just telling all my business line like that you know that might be just a cheeky kind of thing but like you were mentioning you know when the last time that he was in his work phase he had a tv show going a brand new album and a feature film and like that was all in a pretty condensed period of time. Oh yeah, w- within maybe eight eight months on a calendar. Yeah. So like this guy, like when he goes to work, it's not like oh yeah, well I'm working on Atlanta and that's it. Like he goes to work and he's doing all kinds of stuff. So it would not surprise me at all if he's got more seasons of Atlanta going while he's also doing Lando while he's also making another album, and then in two like two years from now. All that shit just drops at one time. Like, so do you, Nick, do you feel like this celebration is going to kind of be like a, a bukkake of news that's just, they've been sitting on because it's been canceled the past two years. Do you think that's part of the reason why we haven't learned a lot about these series? I think so. I think so. I think there was a lot of, I mean, like, I don't think, I know that there was a lot of uncertainty over the last two years. It's been a, a clusterfuck for everybody you know, from the people like us who are just, you know, 
drones sitting at home working and the people who are up in the high towers. I mean, like it's it's hard for anybody to have a like a, a clear view of what was going to happen during COVID. So now that things have kind of calmed down, worlds are starting to open back up again. They're going to come out and they're going to be like, hey, big dick is swinging. Like this is yeah, this I, is what's happening now. Like you guys thought that, that, that all of these other projects were on hold. In reality, we just had to get our shit sorted out, and and now it's sorted, and here it is. So. Yeah, I'm, I I have a feeling, and, and this, this is going to give me stress too. So hopefully, um, I can rely on Nick to cover some of the big s- celebration. Yeah, I'll be able to hits, catch that hits while, while I'm out. But yeah, I do. I don't know. I, I I really think that they have a lot of pent up information. Yeah, if you will, like like we're talking mega blue balls, black and blue balls that they've just been sitting on because. You know, why are you going to fucking promote stuff when, especially if it's a movie, when you're uncertain what the movie theater landscape is like, what ticket sales could be like? I mean, uh, and you know, they, they like the pomp and circumstance of a celebration. That's where you get a lot of the big reveals. That's where they announced the title of the last two Skywalker movies. I mean, they sat on those until celebration. Both The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker were not titled until celebration. Yeah. Um, but it just it feels like because I, I think that that stage show was 2019 where, you know, Kathleen was introducing all this shit like this is this and this and this, it was, and, this and this and this. It was. And yeah. I mean, outside of Book of Boba Fett. We haven't heard much on any of them. I mean, yeah, Ahsoka, it sounds like they're they're probably ramping up here in another month or so. Yeah. Um, the Acolytes probably ramping up in another couple months. Yeah. I mean, even and like the one that has been just continues to be a mystery for everybody is fucking Andor. That show is supposed to come out this <laughs> year, crazy. like this year. And we haven't heard anything shot <laughs> shot all over the goddamn earth in public places and still nothing like it is like it's it you had a few set picks released last summer and that that's it nothing yeah. i mean you you really don't even i don't even think there. yeah there is a logo i forget there is a logo yeah there is the logo there's the andor splash screen logo but that's it and it look you know it's like all crumbly and looks like jetta and shit like that but yeah, yeah so i mean i mean we have i mean what do we have to get updates on we have to get updates on lando we have to get updates on rangers if droids, that's still happening we have rangers droid, droid tales um i mean and like those the grammar rodeo mystery gra- project which yeah, i guess had another update today the, the taika uh, the taika movie yeah, like, taika movie rogue squadron rogue squad like so many things for them to actually is, like is ryan johnson even alive anymore or did <laughs> disney kill them themselves he's yeah, just a fucking clone that makes knives out movies. That he just makes knives out <laughs> like what's happening there i mean there's uh, a lot of open questions yeah. and i think that over time like over this, this, this amount of time they've they've come up with something I think you're going to get updates on two movies. I'm not going to say at least. I don't want to qualify it. I'm going to say two movies, four shows, two video games. Those will be the the tentpole deals at Celebration this year. I think you're you're going to see Jedi Fallen Order 2 for the first time. I would hope to see Ubisoft's, like just even if it's a, a cinematic trailer, see what they're up to. Uh... Rogue Squadron, I believe, will probably get a an update. I would love for Taika's to get an update. And then uh, I could see Lando, especially with Glover blossoming again, like he said. Acolyte, Ahsoka, yeah. Mando Season 3. Yeah. Because Mando, this is another thing I didn't cover. I mean, everyone's like, oh, Mando Season 3 wrapped. It's like, all right. 
but that doesn't mean I guess anything. You, I guess the people that listen or, or maybe occasionally go to our website, is that the type of stuff you want us to cover? Because a production wrapping does nothing for me outside of confirming that it's most definitely going to come out in 2022. Um, the, the fact that they've wrapped this early, they, they can get it ready for a, a December release, just like they did for Book of Boba Fett. So I, outside of that, a season wrapping does nothing. Uh, I guess Misty Rosas confirmed she's in the Mandalorian season three, so we could potentially speculate which shorter character she's playing this time. She was Kuil in season one and Frog Lady in season two. Oh, okay. Um, but but even there, I was like, I, I don't I don't see a, a story or a talking point to this because as much as we love her and what she did for the characters, still just you know background fodder. You know, it's yeah. probably another monster or costume character that she's playing and i don't get to play it so i kind of hate her <laughs> you know I'm, I'm fucking short too let's go yeah. sign me up for some short roles you got any short robots you need or monsters jawa i think i could do a jawa perfectly yeah if you got you know squat down a little bit you can pull off a jaw <laughs> <laughs> grow pull some off. hair on my knuckles yeah, yeah. easy i'm uh, listen i'm not a i don't want this to sound you know kind of ignorant or rude but i i'm not really feeling that i'm going to miss out on celebration even though i think there's going to be a lot of announcements it just getting anaheim always to me even three years ago when it was announced i was like me i don't know about that getting anaheim from the from the midwest is it just doesn't sound like fun yeah i have no no direct airport you either got to go to diego or lax and then go on the fucking road warrior trip with 50 lane highways and hours of traffic. I just like, fuck this. I, uh, I have too many new money obligations. So yeah. I, I mean, I, th- I, this I, guy's essentially turning into what's that chip and chip and Diana. I mean, what are okay. the peoples that, that From, decorate houses and flip them or something? Flip yeah. this house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's still They're, wild. I mean, to, to, to literally build a new house and maybe a year later be able to flip it for, I'm out. I don't want to, put it out there but a significant, lot yeah significant amount like i i would take it i mean it, it's almost enough i'd be like fuck if you guys live right you might as well just retire now you know <laughs> drop drop a few clients and just live off that thing instead you know yeah. live, live in a fucking shed somewhere <sighs> <sighs> all I mean, right that's, that's the austin housing market forever however hey, long dude, it lasts i'll tell you what we're, we're doing decent on time do you want to do a, a round of the mando game or just move on to the fan segment uh, we can do it. Let's let's hit a let's hit a five questioner for Matt. Yeah, why not? Because we're we're caught up. We're at the we're at the five. We're at the fan segment. We got time, so yeah. Let's hit a couple. I'm not. Questions. I'm not. My my capacity is not at 100 percent, both mentally and physically. So I know. I'm gonna so go that's ahead and why put that out there now. We'll make it. Well, that's why we're only doing a fiver because Matt should have a short show so he can, uh, you know. Rest and recover from hey, his. Dude, if if we don't have a short show, it'll be my fault. I I know it's okay. <laughs> it'll be my fault. I get oh, it. <laughs> yeah. So okay, I got the five cards here. All right, the five cards. We're only doing the two point questions again for those of you who are new to this segment, new to the show. Perhaps this is a new segment we have on the show. I was gifted these Mandalorian uh, trivia cards from my girlfriend's mother. They're available on Amazon if you want to get those to play the game at home for yourself. They're called Star Wars The Mandalorian Trivia Quiz Cards. On each card, there are two questions. One one point questions and two point questions. I will ask Matt two point questions. 
and I will not give okay. him the multiple choice answers unless he requests it. Right, um, that's my lifeline. Yes, that is his lifeline. So if he gets the question right, two points. Gets the question wrong, zero points. That's right. If he needs... Now, now I'm starting to fucking sweat. I shouldn't yeah. have worn this hoodie. <laughs> if he needs me to give him the multiple choices, <laughs> minus one I point. Lo- I lose a point, yes. He good. loses a point. All right. That's right. First, All right, Regis, let's go. First question. <laughs> question number one. Who wants to be a millionaire? Uh, what large weapon do Gideon's stormtroopers assemble? The E-Web cannon. Correct. E-Web Boom! heavy repeating blaster. Speaking of E-Web's, old Bat's shop is selling one right now. I think oh, they're having shit. a giveaway on a 112 scale and 118 scale. 2797 Studio. Next up. All right, let's go. Question what, what notable remnant was left behind... When the razor crest exploded. So like this would be like what piece of the razor of the, crest? Of the ship itself. Because yes. there were technically two things left behind. So I'm going to go with the shifter knob as the actual answer. But so was the spear. The shifter knob is correct. Yeah. Two for two. Hitting the Four crab. points. He's feeling it. Who on speeder bikes chases down Kuwil fleeing the child? No, this is, I will, okay, go ahead. Do I have to like say the name who played them? No, 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 no. Oh, the Scout Troopers. Correct. Played by Jason Sudeikis, and I forget the other one. See, I can take it another level. (laughs) Seven out of a potential six points for Matt. Come on, baby, let's go. (laughs) Question number four. What is the middle, what is in the middle of the seeing stone? This is a hard one, actually. I can give you the choices. In the middle of the seeing stone. Yeah, this, because I I feel like it could be two answers. One is cheeky if they're going this way. This is a a legitimately difficult one. So I will give you the responses. So you lose your bonus point, which is fine. Hold hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm not not quite there yet. (laughs) The middle of a seeing stone. On the stone itself or just in the vicinity of the, the middle of the stone? I, I believe it's the stone itself. I mean, the question only says what is in the middle of the seeing stone. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Um, it, see, is it a trick question or not? Because it, just, I, I'm, I'm not giving my answer yet. I'm just working through it right <laughs> okay. now. Okay. This so, is just the... Yeah. Uh, if, if they're getting cheeky... Grogu was on the middle of the fucking seeing stone. All right. There was also a blue butterfly that kind of floated around the middle of the seeing stone. And there was some sort of, I would have to imagine Jedi text inscripted around the seeing stone. (sighs) All right. I I don't want to be wrong. So give me a multiple, give me the fucking choices. It's better that you did because all of those things you said are not included. (laughs) All right. All right. I'll I'll take the one point loss. What, What do we got? Okay, so the choices are A, a totem, B, a hemisphere, and C, a pyramid. Oh, fuck. It's a hemisphere. All right, now I get it. That, that's a bullshit question because <laughs> the hemisphere is the fucking seeing stone. He was in like some sort of church. So they're saying uh, yeah. the whole structure was the seeing, was the stone, seeing stone. And yes. then the middle is a hemisphere. Oh, exactly. F- f- fuck you, game makers. <laughs> All right. 
Correct. I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay taking the hit on that one at least to get a point. I, yeah. I don't like getting zero, so I'll and take hey, it. Plus, eight, I had eight, the bonus point, so it, it evens out, right? There we go. Exactly. Eight out of eight potential points Matt has. Last question. A hemisphere. What the fuck? This is a weird ass question too. All I right, mean, you'll probably get it, but still. What color it. are the child's nails? Hey, they're like a. It's like a creamy yellowish. Correct. Yellow right. is the answer. Yeah. Uh, look, yeah! ten out of ten. I'm the smartest motherfucker in the world. Yeah. Star Matt Wars time has proven <laughs> his expertise right. in Mandalorian. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. That was a better showing than last week. Um, got I still one think the seeing. Last... Yeah, the seeing stone question is is bullshit. But oh well. Thank you for the <laughs> lifeline, Regis. That definitely helped me out. All right, that's always fun. I like that. That is a fun one. So, uh, but yes, like Matt had has said, you know, not a lot of topics this week. So now we're, I mean, we're on to the, uh, the fan segment already. Hey, real and quick, um, Scion showed up, one of our long timers. Yes. Did indeed. you pick up Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga? Or is that not on Nick's radar at the moment? I have not picked it up yet because I started playing. Um, one thing that I actually should have mentioned out there was uh, in the beginning was I started playing Tiny Tina's Wonderland, and okay. super That's fun. Borderlands, right? That's tied it is. to Borderlands. It, it is tied to the Borderlands franchise. It's super fun. It's kind of this this interesting mix of first person shooter RPG, um, lots of like Dungeons and Dragons elements thrown into <laughs> it, and a little bit of like a board game section as well. Um, so that's been really fun. I'm still puttering my way through Elden Ring. Um, and then, Oh, look at you. You you jumped on the bandwagon, huh? I did. And it's my first souls born game that I've played. Um, I'm glad that I pick it. I'm glad that I picked this one because this one allows you to basically run a mage class right from the beginning. And it doesn't like, you know, it doesn't fuck you from the, from the start. So I started playing a mage and I've actually been enjoying it. Um, the game itself is relatively open world. And that's what a lot of people that are souls born fanatics don't like is that it essentially allows you to, to farm up, you know, the, your, 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 Oh, you pussy ass cheaters. Yeah. I mean like going in hardcore. Yeah. So like for me, it's just fun kind of exploring the world. And then, I mean, I will say that the boss battles that I've played so far have been difficult and there, there is still, even as a range punch out your own testicles yet. Like not yet. (laughs) Not yet. Um, so I've beaten, I've eaten three bosses in the game so far, I think. Um, and I, I haven't gotten to the point of frustration where I'm like, I want to fucking throw something through a wall yet. Got it. Um, so That's why I just stay away from those games. I know myself too well. It ain't, it ain't worth it. It's just, yeah. I'm getting too old and I am like in stroke territory. So yeah. it's just I mean, like, not going to happen. If you, know, if, if you can go in with the mindset of like, hey, the mechanic of the game is you die. Like it, it's just, it's not like <laughs> other games where it's like, you know, okay, well, the, the it, you shouldn't die. Like, if you play it right, you shouldn't die. Like, it, in this game, like, you're going to die. That's, it just fucking right. happens. You're going to die. Yeah, the AI is going to fuck you, and that's what I, I can't, I can't yeah. stand it when the AI fucks you. And, like, you one of the things me. that, like, really I had to get used to and, like, really annoyed me the first, like, one of the first or second boss fights I played was, like, in, in a lot of games, like, it's pretty easy to dodge big boss maneuvers because, like, 
for example, like if they jump towards you, they're like, okay, like, you know what their trajectory is and where they're going to land so you can move. But bosses in this game, like they'll start their jump. And, <coughs> but then like when you start to move, they will track you in the air oh, as, yeah, as you move it. right there. I'd, I'd be sticking my thumb right into my <laughs> eye socket. So it's like, it's not only do you have to move from the expected trajectory, you basically have to just like wait and wait and nah, wait. I'm good. And right when they're coming at you is when you dodge. So like, yeah, no, it's, it's I, a lot my, of my patience. glory days are over. Like I, <laughs> I, I get it. Like, listen, I'm not going to be one of these people like, Oh, you guys are goofy. I like the play. I, hey, listen, I'm sure Nick, when he beat those three bosses after getting his, his dick kicked in, was like, I felt like I actually did something today, even though it was beating a video game boss. So I, I get the allure of those types of games. It just, yeah, no, I've moved on from that. I, I don't I don't need to, to be able to boast like, hey, I've, I've got this achievement on this fucking game, playing it hard and wanting yeah. to ram my head through a wall. Like, and like, I, like for the, the only thing that really pulled me towards this one was like one of my friends is a, is a big Soulsborne guy. And like, he was, you know, like I told him, um, like, oh, I got it. And he was like, oh, did you try? Like, like we've been talking about a little bit. Since is he I a son playing. bro? Is he a son bro? I don't Isn't think he, something he, from uh, demon souls, son bro. <laughs> I don't know if he ever got that hardcore into it, but he's been like giving me pointers and tips. And he, he actually told me, it's like, if, the, if there was one of these games for you to like play for the first time, it's probably Elden Ring. Because there is so much more to do than just like walk down the one path that the game has and just yeah. beat your head against shit until you get can fucked finally up and have out. to restart over and over. Yeah, I get you. So um, that was cool. I like that the the George R. R. Martin angle, even though I will say that like you really have to reach to actually understand the story in it. Like there's there's no narrative threads that are actually given to you. Like the game itself is not one that has like you know, like after you beat a boss, like here's a big piece of exposition that we're now going to give you that explains yeah, more of what's happening. Move on to the next. Yeah. Just like continue, like you'll get little pieces <laughs> of lore tossed at you from different angles, but it's not like, it's not a game that's actually telling you a story. It's a game where you yeah, have yeah. to discern the story, however way, whatever way you can. Um, All right. So, so yeah. I, I think the answer is no. Nick no is not you. looking for Lego Star Wars anytime soon. <laughs> Uh, Scion, I am definitely going to grab it, uh, but I, I play games like an asshole these days. I mean, I, I'm literally still playing Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which has almost been a year out. I think it came out, uh, like last April or May. And I'm still, that's the game I go play when I spend whatever, two or three hours a week on a console. I mean, I, I still, I'm, I'm on this stupid fucking thing a lot doing the old Swago still. Oh, um, but in terms of real games, I just can't get myself out of the legendary edition. But I, I think Lego Lego Skywalker Saga is going to be the ticket here. Yeah. Uh, speaking of one one other quick PSA, since we're talking about games, um, for those of you who follow, you probably know that the PlayStation Sony has announced their competitor to Game Pass. Um, I don't know did if you, it's, did you work the system, Nick? That's exactly what I was going to say. Were you stacking yesterday? How many years out did you stack? I, I only did one. I only did one year. Um, yeah, Kung Fu did like four or five, five years. Five years. Um, not surprised by that. But yes, that was what I was going to say. For those of you who who um, want to get in on the PlayStation Premium tier, which is usually which will be $120 a year once it rolls out in June, there is a workaround to that where if you subscribe for PlayStation Now, <laughs> it's crazy. It's now crazy. for $60 a year, you, that will transition to the PlayStation yeah. Premium in June. And you'll have the one hundred and twenty dollar tier. 
and at, apparently you can just keep once you check out you can go right back in and recheck out and just stack years of the now subscription which are going to turn in because you know if you're not in the know sony finally was like you know what they're 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 really kind of getting some traction with this game pass thing uh, you know they're getting day one releases they're now they're even getting third party day one releases we, we need something to compete with microsoft's games pass and that's what this is. And I would say it's not as good as Game Pass because you're not going to get first party titles day one, which is an odd choice on Sony's behalf. But oh, well, there you go. Yeah, they I they think finally jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, so. I think the first party thing for them is like, I mean, no matter which way you cut it, like Sony doesn't make as much money as Microsoft. So like Microsoft can eat that. Oh, they do. Microsoft just eats millions and millions and millions of dollars a year on its gaming division yeah exactly and if it can't do that it then just tries to buy publishers so (laughs) So. like that's so that's why is like sony can't eat that like sony has you know in in the cost of game making now is probably as high as it's ever didn't they give it's like a time what they say is is it kind of like what warner brothers is doing with movies now where it's a a, a guaranteed 45 day theatrical run then it will hit the platform yeah no Okay. It's a time. I don't remember what the time period was between day one and when it would hit their their um, subscription right. tier, but there is like a a, a a not a stagnant. There is a consistent time for like this is when I day thought, one. Yeah, I thought so. Out. I thought so. Oh well, well, hey, there you go. See, that, that's yeah. a, that's what happens in business. Once one company figures out something neat, eventually the the industry will come around to it. So if you weren't aware of that, you. Even if you just pay for PlayStation Plus, your shit's changing soon. It's rolling. Yeah. So into- your play, if you just have PS like PlayStation Plus now, like what your, I mean, honestly, I was actually thinking about this. Like, it's not actually cheaper to do like to get the PlayStation Now thing now because what, I mean, it's sixty dollars a year for now, and then it's sixty dollars a year for just base PlayStation Plus. So that's a, it's a hundred and twenty dollars. No way, no matter how you shake it. So it's just like now oh, you're yeah, doing... That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, because if you're not familiar, again, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming because Sony seems to be the dominant console, even though you still can't fucking buy it. But You can't buy it. Uh, yeah, now you can get an now, Xbox Now it's just their, their, their streaming system where you could stream yeah. old catalog games. Yeah. Where PlayStation Plus, you need it if you just wanted to fucking get play downloads online. and cloud, sla- cloud saves and play online. Yeah, I mean, it would. it's All like right. the equivalent on Xbox of like Xbox Live is like what you need to actually play online and then Game Pass Correct. is your expanded stuff. service. Yeah. So. Yep. All right, dude. Well, there you go. We're trying to learn you all something. Who knows if they fix the exploit. 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 Yeah. But I know at least uh, as of yesterday, (laughs) Kung Fu, the intern, was in there stacking that shit up. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? I I was like, man, I can't believe they haven't patched that. And he's like, honestly, it's probably, they're probably not looking at it as a bad thing that, that people are essentially paying for four or five years to stay connected to their service. So, and also, like I said too, like, it's the same price. Like once you add in the now price and cause like if you just have PlayStation now, you don't have PlayStation plus you don't, or like you don't get the thing you have to have both. So it's not like yeah. you just pay $60 right. for now and then you're good. <laughs> you have to have both of them. So it's, it's the same price regardless. 
All right. Well, I'm still anyway. glad I have bo- both the consoles, even though at least one. I I, don't, I can't even remember last time my PS5 was turned on. And I, listen, I, I'm not a console war bro. I like all gaming, and if I can afford it and get them, I want them all because that's the best of every world. Uh, but you know the, the the youngins out there, and I'm I'm sure there's still people in my generation and yours that get mixed up in the old console war stuff of of yesteryear. But I I, mean, I gave that shit up during the old SNES and Genesis commercial days. <laughs> it's like who fucking cares? I mean, if you can get it, get it. They're all great. They all have something to offer. There's no doubt about it. All right, man, let, let's transition into the fan segment. If you're new here, we uh, we do the fan segment every week. Probably one of the only Star Wars podcasts out there to have a dedicated segment for its fans. And it clearly hasn't helped us grow a bigger audience, but we like doing it because, you know, those that do tune in and have remained loyal, they're good Star Wars fans to mingle with. So, as I said, there are two avenues to get mixed up in the fan segment. The first is the question of the week, which gets posted to our Instagram every Tuesday in the morning. Sorry, Scion, one of these days I'll get it out there Monday night. Look at Nick these days. He's busting out the top five. As soon as he rolls out of bed on, gotta, on Monday at three o'clock, he's like, I got to remember. <laughs> I got to I got to keep my days straight in my head. <laughs> yeah, I, I did send a kind of a flare out to Nick yesterday. I was like, hey, hey, buddy, today is Monday, just in case you forget. And he's like, I think my clock's back in order. So I think I got it figured out. He, he's, yeah, he's back on planet Earth this week. Uh, but again, back to the fan segment. So question a week. You'll get a prompt on Tuesday mornings on Instagram at Star Wars Time Show. You can either reply via the stories or the post itself. We'll choose five or who knows. Sometimes I can't count and overstack it. And then we'll read them and (laughs) potentially discuss them during the fan segment. And then the the second avenue to getting yourself on the Star Wars Time Show is, of course, the top five Star Wars Artists of the Week feature, which, again, is uh, accessed through our Instagram account at Star Wars Time Show. If you create Star Wars stuff and you want to share it with us, tag the account and use hashtag Star Wars Time Show. We'll feature them throughout the week. And then on Monday, Nick will sit here and pick his five favorite for us to discuss on the show. All right. So question of the week. And it was a shitty one because, like I said, I am, my capacity is not at 100% today. Brain wasn't really thinking. I would have rather been laying in my bed, but I, I got one out and it's terrible. <laughs> But I guess hey, it's we still somewhat got topical. Some we still it's got somewhat some topical. I, I, I try to keep them at least related to what we're talking about on the show or like Star Wars current events. So here we go. Will you be picking up Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga this week and why? All right. And so let's see what the fans had to say here. Nick, let me scroll over to the responses. And it looks like our buddy Lima, who got a real quick... Uh, a bunch of toy photographers just got hooked up by Ming-Na Wen on her personal socials. She wow. shared, it was awesome, dude. She like sat down. I don't know if she did a video, but kind of was talking about her doll and and then featured multiple toy photographers of um, that took shots of Fennec, her alter ego. And Lima Four Photos was one of them. So, and he is now getting his his time in the spotlight with the question of the weeks. So go ahead, Nick. Beautiful. Lima. Lima Four Photos, like Matt was saying, says, probably not. I hardly have time for my toy photography with the baby and all. But hey, if it's good and the kid ends up loving Star Wars, it's going to be a great thing to bond over. I can get it then. So really, it comes down to, to Lima's baby. If we can all get Lima's baby into Star Wars before, before the game comes out, then he will pick it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
is this going to be so so Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga is this going to be a daddy daughter type of game I'm going to try I, I've been trying to get her to at least uh, fire up the old ones like the Xbox 360 Lego Star Wars complete saga uh, I have been met with resistance, Ooh. but I'm hoping this one that's a little flashier and new, I might be able to convince her, but I'm not going to sit around and wait for her. So right. if she wants to join in on the weekends when I usually game, fine. Otherwise, daddy's fucking playing through the movies. Get on the, <laughs> yeah. get on, get in the, the Falcon from the beginning, Charlie, or you don't have a shot. That's, that's, how, right. it, that's how it goes. <laughs> Mary Clay uh, in your seat. <laughs> Strap in. Uh, Sir Dork, 730 friend of the show says haven't been super into Lego games since the first one on PS2, but this one looks so fun. Definitely going to get it. So that's a yes from the dork man. Next up okay. tones. One, one, three, eight. This guy, he's an influencer getting it early. He's getting it all. He's already got it and absolutely <laughs> love it. He tones. says he was on TikTok doing a dance or something. And they There's, slid him a yeah. copy. I know. Went all in and purchased the deluxe version as there's no more <laughs> Star Wars games on the horizon to be released. Probably True. the best Lego game I've played. All right, there you go. There's there's high praise there. And I, I would say. he's not he's not off. I mean, I, I even saw on Metacritic, which is very critical because I mean it's an aggregator, so yeah. you get assholes in there and then people that rate too high. But I believe it was it was hovering around like 86? an eighty five or eighty six, which is pretty legit yeah, on, yeah. on Metacritic. I mean, I, I'm probably going to get it, but it's like I like after seeing Uncharted as well, I, I didn't finish Uncharted 4. So now I want to go back and play Uncharted 4. Got like, I just have a lot of shit on my plate. And they're like kind of like a, a slight expansion too, from the girls. Point yes. Of view, or the is that lost, last of the us? lost legacy. Lost okay, legacy. So yeah, that, there is that game as well too. from Chloe and Nadine. Um, All right. Burkhead go toys. toys. Go. Yeah. Good. Congrats on for tones getting it early. And already having a review ready. Uh, Burkhead Toy says, yep, I've got all the rest and it's been just a silly fun game. I mean, that's what it is, right? Silly fun. I I, I love Lego Star Wars. I love building them. I love playing them and I love watching them. I, I think some of the Lego Star Wars animated content is some of the best <laughs> Star Wars content out there. You know, fight me. I'll put it's, up that coffee table challenge. It just, the, it, they're irreverent side of it that we all yeah enjoy. yeah like like the, the droid tales and like all the shit that the, the droids go through kind of retelling events of the of the trilogies it's just fun it is they're, they're super fun i've played i played the, the the previous ones and i've always enjoyed them my, my favorite though is the way and this is in all star wars mediums but the way palpatine trades vader and the lego games and shows is just yeah. fantastic like vader is like the chief buffoon yeah. In all Lego Star Wars. <laughs> he, he's literally like Palpatine's punching bag. It's yeah. Crazy. Like I think in one episode, like he gets, he gets Palpatine, like a Palpatine mug for Christmas and, you know, Palpatine <laughs> shakes him down and dresses him down. It's just, it's great. All right. <laughs> Next. All right. Last one for the question of the week. This is from Mr. Dejarin. This is a great himself. Lego toy photographer, by the way. There we go. He says, I bought the deluxe version today. Dot 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 for my kids. Yeah, with is the it little, really look, for your little kids? Little ookie lookie eyes too. So yeah. yeah, that's good excuse. Is it really for your kids? See, I can't use that. I can't use that excuse. That oh yeah, I, I got for my kids. See, I I, <laughs> I don't did, I don't think they made a Lego game for TLJ and Tross, but they did for it, TFA. Yeah, they did. 
And they they added enough stuff in that it it does not feel like a pure kid game anymore. Like they had like forced FPS or, or third person shooting moments. Oh wow! A little more a little more puzzle centric. But I do I remember the original ones. I mean, you essentially could close your eyes and just keep walking and fall off cliffs and this that and the other thing didn't fucking matter. You'd lose some studs that you'd have to pick up if you're going for you know full completion per level. Um, but that yeah, they usually do make these fairly. Uh, skill proof meaning you don't need much yeah yeah i mean it's 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 made for like you know little kids to be able to play it and stuff like that it's not and, it's and not a punishing adventure in big kids yeah, big, big kids uh yeah okay. so that's that it question of the week all right and Thank now you for the response it's time for the top five star wars artists of the week and the week is 328 to four four so nick took it right up to the wire i did he actually slid in two monday features that i, put I did out, I, I got believe. i got two monday features in there because they were just too good to pass up um and i believe that one of the monday features is the number one one this is from at teradium on right. the instagram <laughs> i mean that's funny honestly there's so many oh, things sh- to like about this um and so what we're seeing here is Mr. Boba Fett. This is OT Boba Fett surfing the waves on ah. Han and Carbonite. So he's in a barrel. You can see the barrel coming over him. Got the sun in the background, awesome water. And he's just on Han and Carbonite surfing his way through this barrel. And I mean, I thought it was fucking cool as, as hell because yeah. the bright colors, just the 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 thought behind the, the image was fantastic. It- you know, I say this all the time, but it just, it checks all the boxes. It, it's got that kind of goofy, far out idea. It, it's got good posing, like getting the getting Boba to stand on Har- Han and Carbonite couldn't have been an easy task. Yeah. And then it's it's executed well. I mean, it, you got that his his Carbonite surfboard in there. He's definitely right in the curl of the wave. It looks like he's got good posture, good balance, and and he's gonna ride that motherfucker in. I don't know if he's in a competition <laughs> with the. What's his name? Slater. But, oh yeah, um, Kelly Slater. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Bo- Boba looks quite natural surfing. So I, I did. I, I always love the the humor shots or kind of the oddball Star Wars shots. And I believe you picked at least three of them this week. So it's gonna be a fun time. Oh yeah, um, checking some of these out. But yeah, at Terra Diem Teradium T E R R A D I U M. Um, definitely has that, that quirky side to the, the toy photography and, and what scenes they're going to shoot. Oh yeah. He's got some fun ones up on his page. So make sure to go give them a follow. Next up top five is friend of the show at Rippick underscore underscore tan. And this (laughs) is just an excellent scene, uh, chase scene that we see with the, the Falcon running away from two ties into a cavernous uh, section. I don't know if this is supposed to be like a, like a semi recreation of, of when they were running through the asteroid field in ESB, or if this is something from maybe uh, TFA when they were going through the, the dunes of Jakku, but what we see, yeah, we see the, the Falcon in the foreground of the shot. Uh, we see some, some craggy surfaces. And then in the background, we see one tie who has just full on hit clip one it. of the, yeah, clip the, the, the rock cross beam and then one of the other ties is coming in over and firing at the uh, the Falcon from an upward angle. Uh, I mean, overall, it's just very well executed. I love the uh, the atmosphere he added in there. I like the setup 
uh, whatever dio he used for. Yeah, hey, I, I was uh, gonna say this, was th- awesome. this is all practical. By the way, he he built this fucking massive, like it, it's almost like a um, what the fuck, a, a, a valley, a chasm. I I don't know what, what what the fuck is it called when you have like two plateaus and then a channel going through a it? gorge. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. I don't like I said. I'm fucking stupid today. But. Oh yeah, the, the BTS is is. Is very impressive. Like Matt is saying, he kind of shows you the full diorama that's built out oh, yeah. and, and how he achieved the shot. I mean, yeah, you, you can see a bigger version. If you're on the live stream, you can see it now. But um, his shot with Hera and Chopper is kind of going through this canyon or the fuck we want to call it. Uh, wild. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as, as uh, Sir Dork is saying in here, like one of the true legends of toy photography, at Rippick Tan has is definitely reaching if not going into the next phase of toy photography and by that i mean building their own dios coming up with crazy sets and setups and then just executing the picture i mean nick even those stars back there that's practical too that's like a fucking blackboard with a bunch of holes jab uh, jab through it so super impressive super tan has, has definitely been learning from those who came before him and is taking great advantage of that. And um, yeah, definitely a, one of the bigger supporters of the show. So we speak your name at Rippick, as Nick says, underscore, underscore, Tan. Good, good stuff. Next up in the top five is at YC Solo. Could be the got, shot of the year to me, honestly. I mean, this is... This is this is some next level, just unbelievable. Yeah. Incredible Lego toy photography that we're seeing here. And we're seeing a scene recreation from ESB, the attack on the Hoth base. And what we can see here in the foreground is an ATAT walking up as they do. And then it's the scene where Luke <laughs> is on the ground. He's already gotten out of his snow speeder after yeah. the crash and is about to do his little grapple cut and grenade trick. But we see the ATAT. We see Luke on the ground, saber ignited. We see an ATST off in the background and two snow speeders flanking. The act, yeah. like what really sells this shot is the atmosphere, the smoke that that YC Solo pumped yeah, in that, here. Yeah, that and the, just the, the the scale of it. I mean, yeah. that look at that fucking at at. I mean, I, I believe that's the UCS version, like the the six or seven hundred dollar version. So it is just beastly. Huge. <laughs> but I love his YC Solo's choice to put a minifig down there to really. Accent, how big that toy is, but it, it's almost like it, I don't know what type of lens we're going here, but it, it's almost it, it's a very pulled out perspective as well to also kind of showcase the the size and scale of the shot. It, it's like I said, I this is one of my personal favorites of of 2022 so far, if not since we've started doing this. I mean, the, the, I would I would take a poster of this bad boy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's truly an incredible shot. I mean, like from everything that you mentioned, like selling the scale with the minifig, the atmosphere, the 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 post effects on the lightsaber and everything else. I mean, yeah, this is just some next level. All practical, too. I mean, yeah, and not, not the lightsaber and the, and the AT-ATS visor, but everything else is practical. I mean, you, you can even see it looks like they were using either white sheets or cloth in the back yeah. to create snow mounds. And yeah, I mean. Fantastic. Just brilliant. I, I, and you know, I, I'm happy to see this because I love 
Lego photography, especially Star Wars Lego photography, and I, I share it every week. You know, I, it's one of my favorites. But the algorithm does not like Lego shots that we feature. But this one broke through, which goes to show you just how boss it is. I mean, th- this one, I think even on ours was 831. Yeah. And most Lego shots sometimes don't even cross 100 when we feature. So that just goes to show you that this one busted through that janky algorithm. That's how yeah. excellent it is. Too good to deny at YC underscore solo on Instagram. Yeah. Next up in the top five, <laughs> it's another cheeky one. We're going to close yeah, out with two cheeky ones. Snicket. Yes. Snicket. S-N-I-K-T-T-T on Instagram. And what we see is a really cool shot that Matt and I have have always said that we were fans of when you mix Star Wars with real life. And what we see here is... Uh, Neo Boba Fett busting out of his packaging uh, with with shards of plastic flying everywhere and shooting his grappling hook right through Snick's nose. You can see the grappling hook piercing his nose. Blood uh, is everywhere. It. The the expression on Snick's face is just in I pure mean, honestly, agony. Nick, Snicket's face in all these shots is what sells it. I mean, the dude sells the scene like a pro. He does. He does. And Look that's what it's, it's you know, face is like, oh fuck, what the, he's like, like, what what the hell's happening here? God I just damn it. He must have gotten the Indian's cupboard or something because yes. it's alive. And yes. Oh my it, gosh. The Indian uh, in the cupboard. What a throwback movie that Matt just brought up. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's just fantastic seeing this yeah. little little figure come to life and shatter his packaging <laughs> only to then physically assault his owner. This, this <laughs> must have been um, benevolent fat. after the end of his series when he decided he didn't want to be benevolent anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, fuck you. You're not locking me up in this packaging. I am going to <laughs> grapple hook my myself out into your exactly. face. It's just such a... Yeah, it's great. I, I would love to see how he sets these up. Because I'm assuming, like, you know, the plastic shards, you, you, you can tell that's post-processing. The blood's yeah. post. But, like, how he just stages the figure that way with the box and then himself. You know, how many how many shots are being layered here to create this? It's just cool. I mean, this guy always gets me gets me laughing with his work here. Oh yeah, Snick, Snick is has become a, a favorite around here just because of his creativity and his cheeky. Just look at it, and you, you can't help but laugh. You really can't. Great, great stuff. At S N I K T T T on Instagram. Super fun stuff on that account. Make sure to follow. And then for the final. <laughs> Top five of this week. Ramplu. Ramplu. Yes. At, at, at <laughs> one point, you know, remember I coined the term Rampo for when we when we were speculating if C-3PO would go ham and tross. Yep. Because he was carrying around, you know, Chewie's bowcaster. But here, at Kill Cutter Photo has brought Ramplu to life. Go A.K.A. Ahead, Paplu <laughs> in his... I mean, it's a fantastic show. It's just hard. And, and Kill Cutter... <laughs> Kill Cutter photo has been. Uh, is this Kill Cutter the same Kill Cutter? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Formerly Something got fucked up Kill on Cutter. Kill Cutter, so he had to like Prince. He had to rebrand as Kill yeah. Cutter photo. Kill Cutter photo, and he's already surpassed the following that he had on his old account. Yeah. He's been on a tear recently, and oh, it's yeah. because of shots like this. So what we're seeing here is Paplu, <laughs> the little Ewok that you'll remember from uh, Revenge of the or <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Um, he is whipping the, the Rambo, 
uh, red uh, head like uh, head tie. He's got two shotguns in his hand, hiding behind a tree, getting ready to blast two of these scout troopers yeah. on speeders as they pass him by. And he's clearly in the forest of Andor. Uh, I mean, the shot, it's, and he's got blood coming from his mouth like he just killed somebody just, and like, bit think, him. Like that, that, that Ewok's <laughs> face is just fantastic in the it, shot. I don't so know if he, good. if he digitally, I, I'd have to go get mine and look at it, but it's, <laughs> I mean, we call murder bears for a reason and this, yeah. this just exemplifies that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And, and don't take this the wrong way, Kill Cutter, but I would say this is one of his most simple setups. And I, I, I know it probably still took a lot of work and a lot of layers, but it's just that, that fucking grin on his face. Like, I mean, he is a <laughs> demon. He's yeah. Like, he yeah. Bring it on, boys. Rampoo's ready to eat. You know, he's like, he's ready <laughs> to fucking start chowing down again. <laughs> oh, man. Bloodthirsty. Guns at the ready. And you know that these two scout troopers that are that are speeding up behind him are, are about to be next on his menu. I mean, it's. <laughs> It's just so fucking I cool. See him, this is the move I see him doing, Nick. So like you said, he's got two big ass fucking guns, one in each hand. Like it's just showing that that Ewoks have ridiculous strength. There, yes. There's one way I want to classify it, but you're not allowed to say it anymore. So I won't. But he has that type of strength. I think some of you may know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Think about. Uh, oh, no, I, Cor- I know. Corky I know. from that TV show. But I see him, Nick, going like this. So if you're on the live stream, again, he's got his back to a tree. You've got two scout troopers coming up on each side. I see him going like this. Lean out once. Bah, 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 and then lean out to the other side. Bah, 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 and just takes them both out in one, two punch with oh, his yeah. gats. Oh, yeah. Paplu, this is the motherfucker that that does steal the speeder bike in the movie, right? And he's like flying around and his ass is hanging out because he's going so fast. Like, I I believe it is. That that just makes sense. Like, I, I, that, that Ewok, I mean, Paplu, what? He's a crazy motherfucker. He was, he was all for it. He's, he's ready to take the risk and take one for the team and win the war for the rebellion. So I completely see the, the Ramplu persona hidden within his soul. 100%. And there we are. At Kill Cutter <laughs> Photo. Face. With like, the, I love the murder. Like smiling. Like, <laughs> I love murder. Oh, man. It's so good. At Kill Cutter Photo, closing out the top five with the absolutely right. incredible Ramplu take here. And that's it. That's the end of the top five. That's the end of our show for this week. That's right, buddy. Thank you. Because I'm feeling it. I yeah. am. Body's starting to shut down. You know how like uh, the system kind of gets worse the later in the day? I'm starting to feel that now. At least old people, you know what I'm talking about. But hey, it was a good show. We did our thing. We shared our opinions. We talked a lot of non-Star Wars. We talked a lot of Star Wars. We played a game. So if you missed it and you missed some parts, don't forget, tune in tomorrow when we release the full version of the podcast on podcast platforms or just look for the recorded version of the live stream later today, right after the show, as soon as we hit the end button. But if you need to get on one of those podcast platforms, the best method to do so is to head on over to StarWarsTime.net. Scroll around a little bit. You never know. You might find two posts of the same story because the people that run the website don't communicate to each other. And one guy posts something and then the other guy posts something because he's too lazy to look. As Nick and I did last week with the (laughs) Obi-Wan Kenobi Kenobi. delay news. And no, I wasn't going to delete mine. I wasn't going to delete Nick's. We we decided to do the work. So both (laughs) posts are staying on the site. 
But that's why you need to go check out, see what sort of hijinks are happening on StarWarsTime.net. But like I said, sub to one of the podcast platforms. We got a pretty easy link for you. Subscribe to podcasts. If you do prefer the YouTube deal or the live stream, we also have that link for you on StarWarsTime.net. Just scroll down a little bit. You'll see our happy-ass little animated faces there. Just click on that subscribe button, and it will automatically subscribe you. So you just need to click on announcements, the little bell, so you know when the Star Wars Time Show is ready to deliver the Star Wars. All right, I'm not going to him and haul this week and go on a big tangent. We love you. Keep promoting the show. Thanks to all of you that have stuck with this little thing for shit over three years at this point in time. We do appreciate you. And we'd love for more people to join up. So you know what to do, Johnny. You know what to do. It's always time for Star Wars time, my friends. And if you listen to the Star Wars time show, the Force will be with you always. Always.